0: I.V.M. Hello one, hello all. Welcome to the Diary of the Travelling Professor. And I'm Siddharth Deshmukh, your friendly neighbourhood travelling professor himself. Well, on Thursdays, normally what I tend to do is I keep my diary entry a little more inward focused, allowing perhaps the listener to chew on the thought that I'm presenting uh, over the weekend and somewhere it could integrate in something useful or practical in in, in a life or two. This is in sharp contrast to perhaps the Tuesday podcast, which focuses on a trend or something happening outside or some, some observation that we see or the rest of it. I try to follow this as much as I can, keep Thursdays more contemplative. So here is my contemplative thought this Thursday for you. Dasara has just passed and we are waiting for uh, Diwali soon enough. And a lot of people are, I guess, getting into the stride of work in the new normal and trying to contemplate what kind of job do they want to aim for. And this is where the question keeps coming to my LinkedIn feed in my DMs or anywhere else where, where I meet people. People know that I do uh, travel abroad, live abroad for a while, also work in India, work from from outside of India. And yes, I am lucky and privileged enough to do that. But they want to know how they can work from abroad, especially if they are in the marketing or the sales or the new business development function. And this is where I kind of take a step back and tell them, it's not as easy as you think it may be. And... Uh, They're like, why? I can do it. I've got good English. I'm sure I can manage to adjust. And I'm sure that with my winning personality and charm, I'm sure that I can integrate myself in the team or if I'm going out to meet clients, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But let me give you a for instance and then let me talk you through the difficulties. I'm not saying it's a complete no-no getting a job in the UK or in the US or anywhere outside of India, especially in the marketing, sales or new business development functions. But I'm saying that there are a few challenges. And the challenges are essentially around the fact that all of these professions are culturally driven. Now, what do I mean? What I mean is if you want to understand the nuances of Indian advertising, for example, if you see an Indian ad, I don't think a foreigner actually gets an Indian ad as much as an Indian does. To be honest, if you see Japanese ads, I can't make head or tail out of it. It is extremely difficult for any other culture to be completely cognizant of you know, some other cultures' advertising and communication and media. Now, Netflix and Amazon Prime and a lot of the uh, OTT platforms have certainly reduced this friction by introducing subtext. So we do understand that there are a lot of similarities between uh, cultures and we can understand, let's say, criminal UK and criminal France and criminal Germany and, and the rest of it. And we get the setting, we get the surrounding and it kind of works in spite of it being in different Languages, Criminal UK, of course, is in English. By the way, see it, guys. Amazing series. But coming back on, on the point, I think marketing is a function that needs you as a practitioner to understand the local culture, the local consumer. What drives the local consumer? What you know are the barriers? What is the consumer passionate about? What is she, you know, driven by? What is he focused on? This is very difficult to understand unless and until you've lived there, been there, done that, and actually been of that culture. It's not something that you can get by seeing a museum or two, or, you know, just by living in a place for a month or two. It is deeper than that. And it's not just about mastering the accent or mastering, you know, your winning charm or personality to kind of connect with other people it is more than that it is actually understanding what levers go off in the consumer's mind once you say something in a particular way or you don't and there are many hilarious examples or not so hilarious examples of how things go wrong but i'm talking more on more than just that right if you're looking at seriously developing a career in marketing or new business development or sales, wherein you're dependent on a deep, deep understanding of the consumer or the client or the way in which things happen in the marketplace, you've got a long road ahead of you to study. So then, what do you do? Is it really a ruled out option? I suspect that for a lot of people who are in the marketing function in India trying to go abroad, it is kind of a ruled out thing because if you are an employer in any of these cultures, why won't you pick a competent you know, uh, person from that specific culture than from a culture uh, that is different from, from theirs? So, for example, if it's a UK-based job and it's a marketing job, why won't I pick up a UK-based person who's co- as competent as you who is applying for the same job from India, right? Because obviously the UK person would know the nuance much more. It is unfortunately that way. However, there are two or three ways in which you can hack into the system. In spite of these challenges, way number one is by actually getting connected to the IT or BPO or offshoring sort of uh, sectors and getting A job in an Indian company with offices abroad and then you going on a visa, going over there and then looking towards migrating towards that country and then developing, you know, your uh, connects over there and your network over there. Works better in new business development and client servicing rather than actual marketing as a function or brand building as a function, right? It does work. But of course, with visa rules and the rest of it becoming tougher and, uh, you know, laws against migrants or immigrants becoming tougher, this route is getting, it's getting scarcer. Well, what's route number two then? Route number two is perhaps studying abroad in a university and actually spending a lot of time in that specific culture and then trying to look at a job uh, after you finish your studies. Very difficult though, it's easier said than done because again, the same problem of why should I take you rather than somebody who is locally born and bred, why should I sponsor your visa comes into being. So you have to be truly exceptional as a candidate and truly have impressed your employer for your employer to take on that additional burden of cost and effort to kind of naturalize you in that country. Number three is perhaps... Another very interesting way. It is by getting into data and analytics if you are numbers oriented. Because number crunching can actually happen, and patterns around number crunching, especially for marketing, can happen wherever you are, right? Whether you're from India or Sri Lanka or Bangladesh or, um, you know, wherever you are from, you could analyze numbers and data and you could prove your point as a number crunching marketing analyst. Uh, wherever you may be, and get a job in a country that you want to go to, whether whichever country you want to go to, which is aspirational for you. So perhaps the marketing analyst sort of thing works much stronger than you know uh, a normal sort of uh, job situation, uh, wherein you, you're you know you're trying to uh, go for, because you're good at storytelling, or you're good at creativity, or you're good at strategy development. If it's number crunching, it kind of goes beyond the culture that you're in. The final way, perhaps, and the most, uh, let's say, weird way, I would suggest is to look at a culture which is going to look at your own culture as aspirational. For example, if you go to one of those newly developing African countries, right, which are growing fast, but look towards maybe India as a a much more mature market wherein they can learn from as far as marketing is concerned, you will be welcome with open arms. Okay, or at least more open arms, I would say. That is the other way of looking at going and working abroad, but of course, those motivations are different from going to a culture that you're aspirationally bound to, like maybe the US or the UK or Europe or something like that. But if you, the, your idea is to become a world traveler and get an experiences, this could be an option. Well, I've given you some hacks, but essentially, guys, it is tough because... You know, marketing, sales, and new business development is very deeply embedded in culture. I'd like to leave you with this thought as well, with the country that you're in, in India, okay, specifically, growing and becoming stronger. What is wrong in getting a job in India in the in these fields and making a name for it it's quite likely that India will become very aspirational for a lot of the countries that you're trying to go to because you know they're aspirational for you right now. How about becoming the cause of creating India as an aspirational country for other people to look towards for their jobs 20 years downstream well there's a thought for you contemplative have a think. I, I know I, I said, did say that Thursdays would be contemplator. Well, here's one of those. And I hope you liked it, uh, this diary entry of mine. Many more to come from, from where this came from. And uh, do follow me on LinkedIn or on Instagram, where I am, who else, but the traveling professor. Do look at ivmpodcast.com or just download the app if you like podcasts like these. And until next time then, see you soon.